going to move this computer closer. There. We can't see that. So. No, that like 9,000 inch screen is, is too far away. We yeah, can't I see it way back there. I couldn't see your 55 inch TV. Your computer <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, um, school has started back up for, I think, most everybody. At least here, you know, yeah. in bigger cities, you don't start till after um, the Labor Day weekend. But in central Illinois, we start early in August and we're done by Memorial Day. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the thing is, is like we've got the kids back in school and all that stuff. So things have been a little bit hectic in terms of trying to get another episode together. Um, I know we're kind of due for... Lord of the Rings Part 3, mm -hmm. but we are going to do a little bit of a special episode today, uh, and I'll let you kind of discuss kind of what it is and why we're doing it. All right, so it is middle of the afternoon on Saturday, the 22nd. Is it? Yes, 22nd. Uh, yes, and the DC fandom is going right now, so I've been watching it because I'm a big DC guy. They're talking about a lot of new games, comics, TV shows, movies, and everything like that, so we just thought since everybody was... Talking about this anyway, so good SEO, baby. You know, we're yeah, we'll just we're talk about the zeitgeist. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about ourselves and just kind of talk about what we're interested in, our DC fandom, and everything like that. So, um, I love the Marvel movies, you know, I mm -hmm. think they're great. I think Avengers Endgame was probably my favorite actual movie going experience in the last few years, okay. and I love Marvel anyway, but I've always been a bigger. DC guy. Um, mm -hmm. Me too. Loved Superman when I was growing up. Superman was my guy. I have a huge tattoo on my shoulder that's got a quote from All-Star Superman, and I have that because not only do I love the character, but I love what that version of the character stood for. Mm -hmm. So um, I've always been a big DC guy. I had all of the old... Um, Remember that it was before we were around, but that old cartoon with the Super Friends and oh yeah, and everything I had like from the seventies. Yeah, I yeah. had like they still had those toys when we were growing up, yeah. and they're about the size of GI Joes. And I had all of those, and I'd play with those, and I would um, listen to. I mean, I would watch the old shows. Like I, I really liked Lois and Clark, the New Adventures of Superman with Dean Cain. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Dean Cain was a really good Superman until he turned to like kind of a giant. Freak in real life. You know, I kind of wondered when, when that was all going on, why they didn't make him a movie Superman. Yeah, he was great as Superman. You know, he had that really good quality to him that I was right. really looking for. Um, I also liked the Superboy show that was like on syndicated TV. I remember that, yeah. That was bad, but in a different way than Smallville bad. I did not like Smallville. Oh, no, I watched all 10 years of it. I think I liked about... 14, 15 episodes of that 10-year run, but I watched the whole thing. See, I also love DC. Superman's not my favorite. It's, it's mm. Batman, but, I mean, I, could, I tried Smallville. Yeah. I tried, and it was just horrible. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to anybody who's a Smallville fan out there, but I just couldn't. It was bad. I watched all 10 years. I thought I was going to give it up when uh, Lana joins, like, a super cult. Oh, that's cool. Like, with witches and everything. That, but I kept watching. Mm. And now the girl that played um, Chloe is, like, uh, in jail for sex trafficking. Oh, yeah, I saw so that. That's so that interesting. Happens. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, the Kristen Crux, she went on to be Chun-Li in one of the best craptastic movies ever, The Legend of Chun-Li. Yeah. Um, and that's about all she's done? Yeah, well, she was in The Legend of Chun-Li. <laughs> was the end of her career. Yeah. 
But yeah, like I loved Batman too. I had, um, you know, when we were like 10, 11, 12 years old, the animated series was what to watch. Honestly, it's still my, I've seen every Batman Mm -hmm. and it's still my favorite Batman is animated series. If I'm going to sit down to, to really get into my Batman, to me, it's the animated series. And I absolutely will watch every episode of that. Yes. And, you know, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, mm-hmm. he is still what I hear when I read a Batman. Oh, me comic. too. You know, when he's talking, that's the voice I hear inside my head is Kevin Conroy. I wonder if that's because he was, and then maybe to me, that's just a consistent Batman, right? Yeah. He was so he was so many times Batman in mm-hmm. the series. Whereas for the movies, you've got how many different Batman now? Well, we um, haven't yet heard Pattinson's Batman, yeah, we, but he's going to we be. We had Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. So, so there's five. at least five. At least five. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, Kevin Conroy is the one you hear across yeah, cause he was, everybody. Yeah, because he was there for all the years of the animated show, uh, and then the Justice League show, Justice and then League. Batman Beyond, and yep. all of that. And, like, I even when I, like, I think Justice League Unlimited was on when I was in college, I'd still watch it. Oh, yeah. It. Well, I'm 41 years old, and I'll still turn that stuff on yeah, on Netflix I, yeah. or Hulu or whatever it's on. Yeah, now my kids are growing out of being that age, and I'm still like, watch this with me. Yeah. Well, Bree's never got into it, so I just watch it by myself. I'm like, yeah. whatever, I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, I'm much the same way. Marvel, and you can't, you can't downplay what Marvel has done. Marvel mm. is fantastic in the movie realm. Yeah. And I loved a lot of their comics, too. I mean, like, well, I read the whole Bendis run of Daredevil. It's probably my favorite run of a comic ever. Right. Um, loved Ultimate Spider-Man, um, Astonishing X-Men. You know, there's tons of Marvel stuff I love, too. But it's like, if I had to pick one that I could only be in the rest of my life, I would just, it'd be a hard choice, but I'd pick DC. It wouldn't even be a hard choice for me. Because as much as I like the Marvel movies, honestly, at the comic book level... I will always take a DC comic over a Marvel comic. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy, you know, Daredevil or Spider-Man. But at the end of the day, when I'm going to pick up a comic book, I'm picking up Justice League. I'm mm-hmm. picking up Superman. I'm picking up Batman. Yeah. Those, to me, and I'm not going to get into the whole Marvel versus DC fight, but to me, a superhero, when I think of a superhero in my head, it's always a DC hero. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. So... I'm I'm not going to knock Marvel, but for me it's 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 always DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, you know, DC was what it was more of when I was a kid. You know, mm-hmm. I just gravitate. I don't know why I just gravitated to it. I don't know if Marvel wasn't around as much, or because like we had the Superman movies before we were born. So yeah, the, the Richard Donner. You know, Superman one was one, always two, there. Three, yeah, yeah. Um, all the Christopher Reeves were there. The Supergirl. Um, when I was eight was when Batman came out, so I don't really really remember too much and before you still had, that. You still had Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Yeah, the car, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. All, Batman, Adam West. Was Adam West, still, Batman was still there. Even though that was like... It was more of on a Nick at Night kind of thing yeah, at that point. But I mean, that was like 12, 15 years before we were born, but that was still a still thing there. that was out there. I, re- I still remember this. So I wanted to see Batman, and my dad didn't want to go see it with me because... Came out like when I was eight, and it was kind of. You're talking '89 Batman. Yeah, the '89 yeah. Batman with Michael Keaton, and he didn't want to go, so I was just bugging him because that was the thing. Oh yeah, it was. Summer. We talked about that on that on an yeah. episode about that. And then like he came home, he's like, "We're gonna watch Batman the movie." I'm like, 
it's not on video. He's like, yeah, I got it. Batman in the movie. So he thought that getting the wow. 66 Batman with Adam West where like the four Whoa. villains come together would do it. And I'm just looking at the screen like, what the hell are we watching? But as an adult now at, in my 40s, uh, no, I'm not going to tell you that that is a great movie because it's not. It's fun. But it's enjoyable to watch yeah. this before. But as an eight-year-old who's really looking forward to going and seeing Batman, yeah. no, you're I not going to do that. I want to see like explosions him go, I'm Batman. And I'm like Batman. he's got um, a shark biting on him. He gets the bat shark repellent out and all of that I stuff. Mean, and you're, I was just like, no, this isn't working. But yeah, I mean like for me when I was a kid, until – the X-Men animated series came around a few years after the Batman one. Yeah. I, you know, it, it, Marvel wasn't really a thing. No, and I think, you know, you talk about as a kid, you know, you gravitating more toward DC, and I did the same thing. I think to me, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, the DC heroes, and, and let's face it, to me, in, in my mind, your flagship heroes in DC are Batman and Superman. Yeah. And that's that's just it. That's mm -hmm. your flagship. They are far more relatable than what the Marvel comic characters were at the time we were young. Yeah, I mean, like, because Spider-Man was kind of in a bad period then. That was yep. at the Clone Saga and everything like that, so he wasn't as big, you know? And then he got big with when he did the black suit and Venom and everything like that with McFarlane. And I wasn't that big. I've never been a fan of Venom. No, I haven't been either. And, like, you know, I fell in love with Spider-Man years later when... Because it was... Like, I never really read the old stuff, but it was when they redid and did the Ultimate series. Because I loved mm -hmm. Bendis' uh, Daredevil. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try Ultimate Spider-Man. And I fell in love with that character. And I've, you know... Yeah. I still don't like the 616 Spider-Man comic books because there's still too much backstory and then like he had to deal with do a deal with the devil where he's not married to mary jane because he saved aunt may and everything like that and it just wasn't what my thing was but i loved the ultimate version of um spider-man and then he's the one that created miles morales and right now your daughter is upstairs watching spider-verse yeah. which is the best spider-man movie ever made honestly I would rank it among some of the best DC content movie ever oh, made. Oh, yeah, just any DC, Marvel, anything. Spider-Verse is one of the best superhero movies yeah, ever made. I I never get tired of watching it, but that's no. when I got... But that was years later, and it was one of those things that when I got into Marvel, it wasn't through the heroes and villains. It was through the writers. I like yeah. this writer, so I'm going to read it. And like, Yeah, I can see that. Like, I love Captain America, but I usually say I like... I love Brubaker's. Captain America. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good point. In in Batman, for example, being my comic of choice, mm -hmm. I'm just going to read Batman. Yeah. I really don't care who puts it out. Mm -hmm. It's just Batman. I'm going to read Batman. Yeah. Have there been some bad Batmans? Yes. Yes, there have been. But I'm still going to read it. Whereas if I'm looking at Marvel comics, I'm like, man, eh, I don't know if I like this author. I'm not yeah. going to pick it up. Yeah, because like I don't read a lot of the Spider-Man because I just don't like like the 616 I'll still read Miles Morales and Ultimate because those are great but I love Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man yeah. and I love the Spider-Man in the um, PlayStation 4 game which I still haven't got but it's only like 15 bucks on it's, Amazon it's so I think so, I'm going to get it it's so worth it because there's a lot of backstory but not so much backstory that you can't figure out who Peter Parker is and it was a good 
Peter Parker because I think he is the most relatable Marvel character. Because Peter Parker's he, yeah. Spider-Man? Or Be- Spider-Man in general? Just Spider-Man. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because Miles Morales or Peter Parker, whoever. They're, they're, all, just, they're all just regular guys. Yeah, because they're just people trying to make it in the yeah. world and do good. And they I, have superpowers, but a lot of their problems isn't about superpowers. Superpowers can't help oh, it's that their I'm life broke. problem. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that we we've talked before and on episodes in the past about the difference between the the universe superpower, like you're you're talking the Thors, your your Avengers, mm-hmm. and your and your street level superheroes. Yeah. Such as Daredevil. Yeah. I think Spider-Man fits right smack in the middle of that. Yeah. And he bridges that gap very nicely. Well, have you ever seen the meme? I love it. It's um, if you teach STEM classes without telling them the repercussions, you get Spider-Man villain. If you teach theater and don't tell them the repercussions, you get Batman villain. That's probably true. Yeah. But it's probably yeah, true. Spider- Spider-Man is still street level because a lot of his people are, um, they're still just mad scientists. So they're not yeah. like the guy. It's not Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. But and that's what's so funny, but because I really like the grounded ones, except for in DC, I love Superman. But it's because I love Clark Kent. I I yeah. strive to be what a Superman and a Clark Kent is. And you've talked in the past about how that ideal of Superman is really what pissed you off in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, because he wasn't that. You know, no, he I was can, not. And, like, if you go and watch, like, we're going to watch the Snyder Cut for Justice League in a few hours. If you go and see his ultimate cut, it helps a lot. They cut out a lot of that. But it's just, I want to see Superman save you and say, hi, how are you doing, man? How are you doing, sir? Pet your dog as he leaves. That's Superman to me. I don't want to see him flying over the city, hearing the cries of everybody underneath him and being like, God. Yeah. Oh, it's such work. Yeah. So that's why I always love Superman. And then I also, I'm never a big space person, but for some reason I always like the Green Lantern ones. Green Lantern is an interesting character to me. Um, he is also a fantastic character. I, I, again, I don't like space in my comics. Yeah, and it's, weird. it's not a big thing for me. I like, But I Rambo. love the character of Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And I loved when um, they had the War of the Rings and they made the Sinestro Corps yeah. and the... Blue Lanterns, and, you know, for a while, Barry Allen was a Blue Lantern. I have a, like, collectible sideshow. I don't ever buy those because they're expensive, but I have one of the Blue Lantern. Because, again, what that is is hope, being good. You know, that is what I like about comics, you know. I like the characters that have all this power and go and help humanity. It's interesting in a way, if you think about it. Um To compare, we go back to the comparison between Marvel and DC, and that just brought up a good point in my mind. I feel like, and this is going to sound strange coming from the guy who likes Batman, mm-hmm. who is kind of the antithesis of this in the DC universe, but the DC heroes definitely seem to be much more personable, mm-hmm. much more kind than the Marvel heroes do. Yeah. Now, again, this comes from the guy who likes the brooding bat, mm-hmm. but, but... You know, the thing is, is the, what Marvel does well is the internal strife, so like... Of course, like the biggest thing when we were in that prime age of comics was X-Men. X-Men was huge. Mm-hmm. And their whole thing is they're not in society. You know? Right. So, yeah, there's that whole thing. And Iron Man was always a little aloof. He would help people, but it didn't seem like it was as big of a deal. Like, Peter Parker is the one that does. Peter Parker's the one that... And yeah. it's, it's funny. Other than um, Spider-Verse, because that's my favorite. But, you know, the live action, I think my favorite part that... 
I saw Spider-Man there was from the worst Spider-Man movie, um, the second Andrew Garfield one, just because there's a scene where, like, he's fighting the rhino at the very end of this movie, and this kid in a Spider-Man suit is there, and he's like, pow, pow, and Spider-Man goes down and, like, talks to him and gives him a high five. I absolutely treasure that moment yeah. because that's Spider-Man. You know, he would do that. He would talk to him for a few seconds. But, yeah, you know, it seems like it was always more approachable when, you know, Superman would be there. Yeah. Spider-Man has always felt like the way he acts, the way he feels, the way he – everything else feels like he should be a DC hero. Yeah. Because of, because of that reason. He's – you know, Superman is the guy who's going to pet your dog while, you're res- while he's rescuing mm-hmm. you. Uh, the you Flash know. is always going to be there. Yeah. The Flash is going to have that humorous a- aspect to mm-hmm. him. Spider-Man feels like he should be a DC hero. Yeah. Um, and that, and then sometimes I get confused when I see him in a Marvel movie. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. And th- that's what's so funny with, you know, all the DC movies. Other than the um, Superman movies from way back. Way back with, when. Uh, Christopher Reeve. That first one, it's still really good. It's, it is. It's cheesy now, but... It is. You know, Superman is well, still Superman. But the thing is... It's cheesy now because the effects don't hold up. Yeah. The story holds up just the fine. The story holds up and, like, the acting's a little hokey because... Because that's what it was. Yeah. You know, but it's still a really good movie. But you look at all the Superman movies, they... Uh, and not, I'm not talking about Lois and Clark, because I like that, but Smallville, mm-hmm. he was broody. Yeah. Um, Superman Returns, they turn him into a stalker of Lois Lane. Which was weird. You know, Man of Steel, he broods too much, you know? Mm-hmm. just Don't get me wrong, Henry Cavill was very good as a Superman. Yeah. and I love most of Man of Steel, you know? Yeah. I, there is parts that gave me goosebumps, and I loved it. And, you know, yeah. hearing the Hans Zimmer score when he comes out the first time, I loved it. But then, you know, he kind of trashes the whole thing fighting him. I'm like, I know he's fighting a guy that's as powerful as him, but... My Superman would still take an extra hit then to rather, move it out there. Yeah, rather yeah. than destroy everything around him. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, they've always made him more brooding, and that's not the character. And we get to the point where it's like the Zack Snyder Batman versus Superman where everything was just dark and mm. depressing. And that even comes, again, from a Batman fan. Yeah. I could not stand Batman in that. Yeah. You, you know, both of them are just bad. And, like, like I said... I give the movie, like, I hate it. Like, if I would have graded it, I would have given it, like, a half of a star. Yeah. After watching the ultimate cut, I'd say it's two and a half. It's still not great, but it's like... That's at least watchable. I see where he's going now. I see what was going well, on. Well, I think you were talking to me about it, I don't know, a week or two ago, and you said it's because, having watched the ultimate, you see that they had to cut out so much of the story. There's, like, five stories. Yeah. In one movie, and they should have just spread those out. Yeah, they, it was still a movie that the Doomsday stuff should have never happened. It reminds no. me of um, Spider-Man 3 with Sam Raimi. You could tell he didn't want to do the Venom story. But he had and, yeah. and like the studio was like, no, you got to do Venom. And it felt tacked on and from a different, worse film. Because it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's the same thing with Doomsday, you know. Yeah. Um, they do all this stuff with um, Lex Luthor doing, you know, all these machinations behind the scenes. To get those to fight each other, that should have been the goal instead of, okay, now we're going to clone Zod and make Doomsday. To me, if you have the behind the scenes machinations of Lex Luthor and that's your main point of the movie, mm-hmm. is is this strife between Batman and Superman who at the end will have to come together to do... That's the movie. Yeah. But when you throw everything else in and you combine it with the... Quite frankly, the piss-poor emotional writing of both characters. Yes. That's what drove me away from it. 
<clears throat> and that was like kind of the low point for this universe because then they had Justice League, which was just a mess. Oh, and like I, I said, I'm curious about the Snyder Cut just to see like see if more, it a little bit. Yeah, just the more streamlined because you could tell it was two different people making that movie. Yeah, it was very evident. But you know, since then you've had Wonder Woman, where it's a great movie. Like Wonder Woman was good. We both have girls. You know, my girls love that movie. Gal Gadot yeah. is wonderful. Oh. You Wonder know what? Woman. When I first saw that she was cast as Wonder Woman, and I didn't really know her from much of anything. Other than Fast and Furious. Right. But I, I was kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess maybe. I might have cast somebody else maybe, but but then I watched it and I was like, shit, she was good. Yeah. She was fantastic. And the other thing I love about her is she loves being Wonder Woman. She does. You know, there's so many people that are like, well, I'll do this because it's a paycheck or it's going to help me make my art house movie that I want to do. Mm -hmm. She loves having that mantle of girls look up to her and see Wonder Woman. Like, mm -hmm. I was watching the fandom today, and this little girl popped up with, um, like, a tiara from Wonder Woman. She, you can't, you're not that good of an actor to mask the enjoyment and the proud... Of seeing a little girl wearing yeah. your tiara. Yeah, like, I would be the same way. If I could ever be Superman or Batman, if yeah. someone came up to me and was like, Oh my God, you're Batman or Spider-Man. Like I would do what you see these, like Tom Holland goes in the children's hospital. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would do that crap all the time. Or, you know, Chris Evans did it and Chris Pratt's done it and everything like that. I'd be in children's hospitals like twice a week. They'd be like, please stop coming. They'd be like, dude, the kids on, are man. bored of you. Okay. Yeah. But you know, but she really loves that. And that just helps that movie because that movie was what I wanted my Superman movie to be. It was right. Hopeful. It was. And it's given me a lot of hope, not just, it wasn't just, so it was hopeful in, in the sense that it was a, a movie filled with the hope of, of Wonder Woman and, uh -huh. and the, the ideals of Wonder Woman and everything else. But if you look at it from a cinematic universe, it was hopeful of a rebirth of the yeah. DC universe. And then we had Aquaman, which and I love. It was it's, good. It's crazy. It's, it's the wacky. Most, it's the most insane movie. I mean, like, this is... Silver Age comic books come to it life. It was... There's, I liked it. There's a octopus playing war drums when him and the Ocean Master have to fight in lava. Yes. And, you know, there's dinosaurs in it. And Black Manta keeps showing up and leaving. And Honestly, everything. what else do you want from that movie? Yeah. There's crab people and... And, and here's the thing. You're, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen that movie, you're probably thinking, well, what is all this stuff? Because it sounds just like you complained about this. With Batman and Superman, too much stuff. It wasn't too much in Aquaman. No, it's because there was very little plot anyway. So it's just like, <laughs> right. we are throwing everything at this movie <coughs> and giving you this epic feel. And it and Jason works. Momoa was so good. Yeah, Jason Momoa is good. The directing is so fun, you know. It's got a little this, bit of horror elements because it's by James Wan. Right. So. This movie, Aquaman, felt to me like Ragnarok does. to, to, yeah. to the not Marvel as universe. good. Not as good, but... It's that lighter, uh -huh. fun... Just crazy things happen. Yeah. And then after that, we have Shazam, which I really enjoyed. Shazam was good. It's going to be your... <coughs> I mean, it's not going to be part of your flagship. No. But, but it was good. It was fun. Yeah. It's a. It's it's like the like um, Ragnarok and Aquaman. Um, Shazam's the Ant-Man. Yeah, Shazam is Ant-Man. That's a good fun. way of putting it. You know, and it's it's funny because my younger daughter, my almost eleven year old, she loves Ant Man. Those are the ones she watches more than Avengers or Iron Man's Man good. or Captain. But those are the ones she likes, and it's the same thing with Shazam. She's watched Shazam three or four times since we got it. So. Yeah, you know, Shazam is fantastic. 
Um, but uh, these movies, Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, give me hope going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw the Suicide Squad preview just a few yeah. minutes ago. Honestly, looks good. Yeah, we have Polka Dot Man. Polka in Dot it. Man is going to be in it. He better make it through the whole movie. Yeah. A, a character called Weasel. That looked weird. Uh, Nathan Fillion, God tell me he did not wear that mustache in the movie. <laughs> that was that was horrible. <coughs> if you uh, haven't seen the fandom thing, just find it to see the Nathan Fillion's mustache. 70s porn Ooh. stash of Nathan Fillion. And it, it, honestly, it looked like a mustache that's like taped to him and he can just peel off. Yeah, it but wasn't, it wasn't. It was real. No, it was a real one. Yeah, mm. so like, but what they're doing is like they kind of shit the bed when they're doing the Justice League because Marvel, they did it so well because they had Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Thor. Winter um, Soldier. Like, but like all these before Avengers. Oh, yeah, okay, the before so Avengers, yeah. You had, I think it was like five, four or five years between because I think it was like 2008 to 2012. So you had four years of knowing these characters, of seeing them s- separate. And then brought them all together. Yeah. So with, you know, DC, they're behind because they didn't start it. They were still in the middle of the Dark Knight series when Iron Man started. So they had to catch up. So instead of doing all of this, they didn't have the Wonder Woman, the Aquaman, the Flash movie. They just threw it all They together. went to Man of Steel, then right to Batman vs. Superman, threw everybody in Batman vs. Superman for and like two seconds, League. and then Justice League. Yeah. I so agree. now they're backtracking because they're like, okay, now we're not going to do it. Now we have a new Batman. Okay. But now they're going back the other way because Aquaman and Wonder Woman were popular so now we're going to have a flash have a multiverse so there's going to be like seven batmans in it i'm a little concerned about that yeah i'm not gonna lie i'm a little concerned that you're going to introduce flash to the cinematic universe Mm -hmm. with the multiverse yeah i think they should just introduce flash to the cinematic universe that's just flash just Uh be barry allen I don't care what Earth he's on, quote unquote. <laughs> he's just he's Barry Allen. He's bringing Michael Keaton's Batman with him, and Ben Affleck's Batman's going to be back, even though he's retired. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I think I think they they should have just kept that kept that alone. Mm-hmm. Have we who's who's going to be Superman? Is it, is it still going to be? They're, have they been announced? I mean, they keep talking about Henry Cavill wants to do more, and they kind of talk to him, but I don't know. He's if involved in Witcher pretty deep now. Yeah, he's he's got Witcher, but I mean. They're talking in the Suicide Squad panel about um, the character that Idris Elba is playing. That he's in there for. Oh, he could shooting. be Black Superman. He, but he's in there for shooting Superman. I'm like, I hope that that's in the movie. You know, you see that because I hope he shoots Superman in the movie. Because <laughs> I want, I do want to see Henry Cavill get some more chances. Because I like Henry Cavill. He's great in Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, oh, he's great in everything he does. Yeah, so he needs that chance to really be an interesting Superman. So sidebar for a moment. Because we are specifically talking about him. Do you realize, and this because of this pandemic and everything else, do you realize it was just January when we were all sitting watching The Witcher <laughs> and everything was normal uh-huh. and fun? Doesn't that feel like a shit ton longer ago than January when, yeah, when we were singing Toss a Coin to Your Witcher? Well, it's funny because like, I like the show, but I keep forgetting it exists because so much has happened since then. So they're like, we're starting season two. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a show. Yeah, that was a show. Yeah, so anyway, that's just an interesting sidebar there. Yeah, but Henry Cavill's great. So I do, like, they just didn't do Batman vs. Superman and Justice League at the right time. But now, then they're talking about, okay, we're going to do a 360. I mean, at 180, we're going to get rid of all these characters. Now they're kind of going back. No, we're not getting rid of the, there's going to be the same actors and maybe we'll make a Justice League Reborn or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to see them 
do a shorter version of what Marvel did. Mm -hmm. You've got Wonder Woman. You've got Aquaman. We have Superman. I mean... You've got Superman. He's he's established enough. Everybody... Uh -huh. You don't really have... I mean, this is the other thing about DC versus Marvel. You don't have to do a big backstory on Superman. No. Everybody knows who Superman is. Yeah. So I'm thinking Aquaman, uh, Wonder Woman... Tossing a, a new Batman, maybe, mm -hmm. because it's been a while since Batman has really yeah, had his own Robert movie. Yeah, we got Robert Pattinson, Batman Pattinson's next year. new Batman, yep. Which, at first I was like, eh, I don't know, but he's a good actor. Let's if, see how he pulls it off. If they adapt Long Halloween, yeah, I'll be happy, because that's the comic that got me back into comics. After, right after college, I had um, people I worked with when I was the uh, manager at this theater that were really into comics. And I'm like, I haven't read in a long time. And he said, read this and you'll like it. And Dark I, Halloween was good. I read Long Halloween in a night. Long Halloween, yeah. I read it in a night. I loved it so much. And then I'm like, what else do you got? And then, like, I just felt like I, you know, I was this guy that was off drugs for, like, 10 years. And back in. And then my friend's like, here is the highest, you know, volume, like, the best heroin on the market. Mm -hmm. I took it. I'm like, give me more. Yeah. And that's, you know, then well, I got back into comics. So, if they were to do, they've already done, <coughs> they've already done Aquaman, Wonder Woman. You know, <clears throat> you need a drink? No, I'm good. Okay. You don't have COVID, do you? <laughs> yep, I do. Oh, well, fuck. Um, you didn't have me do a pre-screen. No, you should have taken your temperature <laughs> at the door. Yeah. Um, shit. Well, we're dead. Um, they've done those three. Toss in maybe a new Batman. Mm -hmm. If you want to do a standalone Superman, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And then bring the Justice League together. Yeah. Well, you do a Flash in there, too. Yeah. And then bring the super the Justice League together. Have Shazam be in there too. We well, could bring well I, Shazam's already been done. Yeah, so but yeah, I'm saying like Shazam the Justice yeah, League. Yeah, 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 bring him in. Um, kind of like they did with the um, uh, animated series. The first two years was Justice League, which was Batman, Flash, Martian Manhunter, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yeah, then you expand it, and then you expand it, and then like in Green Lantern, they had John Lan John Stewart Green Lantern, and yeah. then they did Justice League Unlimited, and they had. All the characters. Mm -hmm. You know, we've done Justice League. It didn't work that well. Now do Justice League See, and Rebirth or Reborn. And, and if, you, more in. if you do that, then Justice League comes out and you do Justice League right. Mm -hmm. Now, post-Justice League, now you can work on Constantine. Yeah. And you can work on Green Lantern again. And you can work on, which Green Lantern just deserves a new <laughs> movie. Mm -hmm. um, that was another one, much like Batman vs. Superman, that there could have been... It good somewhere in there, but they tried too much and rushed everything. And Ryan Reynolds could have been a good Green Lantern. Yeah, but I mean, like, they shouldn't have done Parallax in the beginning, or if they did, make him in the background and don't show him as a fart yeah. cloud or whatever the hell he was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Or, no. you know, they should, and like, at the very end, they're like, oh yeah, Sinestro's not a good guy, he's a bad guy. Just start with the Sinestro Corps, you know? Yeah. Just be like... He got the ring because he was murdered because he found out Sinestro was going evil. Halfway through, he becomes bad guy, and he does that. You know, you don't need the guy that... And, like, Green Lantern was another one that just had bad special effects. It did. The suit was stupid. Uh, whatever they did to the guy that was, like, the brain dude, it looked awful. Like, it looked bad. And that's the thing. They're always doing these things that are just ugly in these movies. Nobody wants to look at ugly special effects. Going back no. to The Hobbit. I don't want to see the goblin that's got the testicles hanging, hanging from, from his, his chin. chin, and it quivers. The ball's chin? I don't want to see that. I don't want no. to see, I think it was Peter Skarsgård with a giant, like, looking ass on his head that pusses. Right. No, nobody wants that. Yeah. I want the special effects of Lord of the Rings. Who's the best villain that's been in any 
superhero movie? Oh, um, I'm going to have to go with Bane. Bane and Joker, right? Oh, yeah. Bane and Joker are the top two. Yeah. They didn't have special effects. They were there. You know, that was Tom Bane, Hardy. That was... Bane um, had no special effects. He was wearing a thing on his face, and it was yeah, Tom Hardy. It was Tom Hardy. It was uh, Jack Nicholson, or it was Joaquin Heath Ledger Phoenix. and Joaquin Phoenix. Those are the good villains. And think about with Marvel. The most popular ones was... One of the po- most popular ones was Loki. Yeah, um, he was just... He was just Loki. Was and just even Loki. Thanos... They could have gone overboard with it, but, but no, they really they, didn't. They he just, was just a big guy. They just made um, oh, what's his name? Josh Brolin. Bigger. Yeah, just they just CGI'd Josh Brolin a little yeah. bit bigger with a different color skin. Yeah, and like he had, to, but I mean, like there was no. It wasn't gross. No. It wasn't ugly. Don't they give didn't me overdo ugly. it? Um, no, and and you know, we talked. We, you mentioned Joker a minute ago. Joker is one of those interesting characters mm-hmm. because he can be portrayed. So many different ways. Oh yeah, you've got Nicholson. You've got Ledger, who I think was probably the best Joker there's ever been. But then Phoenix's Joker is sympathetic. Is a Joker that catches that caught me off guard when I watched it. Yeah, I watched it with a friend of mine, and even halfway through the movie, I'm sitting here going, I don't know if this is really my kind of movie. I don't really feel much. Yeah, but by the end. It's a I was slow like, Whoa, burn movie. that was sure. good. The yes. end of that movie is the end of that movie is one of the best endings of any of the DC movies. Mm-hmm. Just took too long to get. It there. took a long time to get there, but at the same time, it had to to build that ending yeah. because at the end you had to feel bad for Joker. Yeah, which is a hard ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's so many different kind of Jokers. Because you got those. You also have Mark Hamill. Who was a wonderful oh, Joker? Yeah, the, the animated series um, Jokers are fantastic. The guy that played Ben on um, Lost, he was the Joker in the animated version of Dark Knight uh, Returns. Yes. That was really interesting. Yeah. We don't talk about Jared Leto though. Jared Leto doesn't exist as a Joker to me. That was that was just he not was good. bad. Yeah. In Suicide Squad, when he was there, mm. at the, oh god, he it was, was bad. That was just not good. When they when I saw the first Suicide Squad there, and he was in it. And I'm thinking, if this is the direction they take Joker, mm-hmm. I do not like this one bit. Yeah. I mean, and again, that comes from the Batman in me, who, you know, Joker and Batman are the arch rivals to each other. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to be Jared Leto's Joker, I might not even watch the Batman because of that. Yeah. And that says something. But um, another interesting thing is, so they're making the Batman movie next year. Yes. There's been talks that they're going to have, like, a TV show that's based on the same world with Gotham. Okay. okay. If it's not Gotham Central, do we need it? No. Because they're talking about doing a prequel before Batman was there. We had we, we had literally that. had that it's, show. It's on TV right now, isn't it? It just finished. It just finished? Yeah. Okay. So literally the show called Gotham, which I might add, wasn't a bad show. The See, problem I had with it was you introduce these supervillains, and then there's these there's this this aura around them of, oh, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And somebody like me who, who lives in that universe sits there and goes, well, that guy's going to live and that guy's going to live because... They're Riddler and... That's Riddler, Riddler and, and that guy's Two-Face. Yeah. And and that's obviously Harvey Dent and... Or, you know, Harvey but, Dent. Um, you know? I love I love that show, too, because, like, in it, like, Penguin was already, like, 30. Yeah. And Batman in it's, like, 15. So I'm like, he gets big about when he's 30. 
So when he's 30, Penguin's going to be like 55. Penguin's, Penguin's around 50, 55. I'm like, so is Batman just kicking, kicking all the these, shit out of an yeah, elderly kicking person? the ass of all these old people? Is yeah. that why he wins so easily? Yeah. It's the <coughs> it's a, a minor plot hole in Batman. Yeah. But with Gotham Central, it was this great comic. I love that run. With Brubaker, who did my favorite Captain America stuff, and um, Greg Rucka, who I'm going to talk about a little bit with um, Wonder Woman. And they both wrote some of it. And some of it was the day shift people and the night shift people. They are different characters. They uh-huh. all have their different stuff. But it was Gotham Police Department at that point with Batman. How do they deal with this stuff when Batman's not around? Yeah. That's interesting. Batman that is super in this interesting. You know, how does how does a police officer deal with Mr. Freeze? Mm-hmm. Just a common police officer. Yeah, because he's not that scary when he, Batman beats him, but... No. Here's this seven foot dude that can't be shot with a ice gun. Yeah, that'd be terrifying to see. Yeah, no, I can't imagine <coughs> running into any of these Batman villains mm-hmm. as a as a common person. Yeah, so but I, yet you look at them as Batman, and they don't seem as bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if we if we have a TV show that's not Gotham Central, that'd be a little disappointing. Yeah, because I got so excited that they're doing this, and then they're like, "It's going to be a prequel." I'm like, "Screw that." I we don't have want one. A, I don't want that. We have no a prequel. One wants, yeah, we have a prequel. We got two of them because there's also a show that I think got canceled. With uh, it was about Alfred. It was called Pennyworth. Oh yeah, that didn't last very long. No, and then we had Krypton, which was Superman before Superman. It didn't do that well. Know why these shows don't do, do well? You, uh, we want the characters. We want the character. But on top of that, Krypton is so. Is anybody? It, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Incredibles saying. Is anybody super on Krypton? Yeah. And they're all super? No, none of them are super. Well, none of them are super because... Yeah. But they're all Superman, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's Earth's Yellow Sun, but there's no super person on Krypton. Yeah. It's literally just like the OC Krypton. Yeah, exactly. That's you know? what it kind of... I saw an episode that was kind of what it was. It's like, oh, look at all these pretty people. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. I want Superman. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, make shows without Superman in it, but at the time, show his... What he's done for the world, you know? Yes. Have a Daily Planet show where you don't see Clark Kent. It's, you know, other people covering that stuff. Right. I'm fine with that. But don't do prequels because, number one, we know what happens. Krypton explodes. Alfred goes to work for Thomas Wayne. He dies. You know? Yeah. Like you said, the Riddler lives. This guy that's going against Riddler, I bet he's going to die because the Riddler's still around. Yeah. Well, there was an episode in, I think, the first season of Gotham where... um, they take Cobblepot out to the end of a pier, mm-hmm. and the mobster, he's crossed the mobster, and this is traditional mobster movie, kneel at uh, the end of the pier, and I'm sitting here going, "There's it's, it's supposed to be this really suspenseful scene. And I'm sitting like, here going, Penguin's fine. There's no suspense here. Yeah, Cobblepot will be fine. That's Cobblepot. That's Penguin. Mm-hmm. They're not going to shoot him in the back of the head. Yeah. And, the, and eventually they said, now fall in the water and swim and don't ever come back. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that... Was totally anticlimactic. Yeah, but um, so some of the things to look forward to though that we've already seen. Yes, is they did a new Wonder Woman preview, and my daughter's depressed because that movie was supposed to be out June, and she's like, "Why yeah. haven't I seen this already?" But I said I made it worse because I'm like, "Well, it was technically supposed to come out last November, and they pushed it back because they thought it'd be better in summer." So I'm like, yeah, "You could have seen it almost a, a year ago." It'd be a summer blockbuster that's not going to happen. Yeah, but um. 
Spend $45, you might be able to watch it on... Yeah, somewhere now. <laughs> some Disney Plus or something like uh, that. But, so, I do love the villain. That's what I'm excited about. Not Cheetah. Cheetah's good, but Maxwell Lord. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like that character, like Mysterio. I was so happy to see him in Far From Home last year. Yeah. Because Maxwell Lord just this really interesting one that just messes with your mind because he's a telepath. Yep. And um, one of my favorite uh, comics that Maxwell Lord was in for Wonder Woman, because there's two people that I think have written Wonder Woman comics the best in the last 20 years. Gail Simone mm-hmm. and Greg Rucka again. I said I'd get back to him. Mm-hmm. And like he had this giant run. And my favorite thing was there was this episode with Maxwell Lord, because he doesn't have super strength or anything like that, but he's a telepath. So he's pretty much messed with the whole Justice League. And he um, takes over Superman's mind and has him seeing all this stuff, and he's like beating up everything. Yeah. And he tells Wonder Woman, he's like, there's nothing you can do. you got to fight you know, Superman. you got to either kill him or he's going to kill you. There's no way out of it. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman's like, no, there's one way out of it. Takes her rope, snaps his neck, and kills Maxwell Lord. Oh, damn. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. And like she is like ostracized from the Justice League. Superman's mad at her, and it's a really interesting thing. She's like, I did this because it was either you or I are going to die, or this asshole over here is going to die. The fight between Wonder Woman and Superman would... Be pretty epic, really. Yeah. Or you know, a lot if of you stuff do destroyed. the Dark Knight Strikes again, or whatever the sequel to Dark Knight Returns was. I can't remember. I don't that. remember that one. Uh, but they have sex in the sky and like sonic booms. Oh yeah. But <laughs> I, I love remember that. I love Maxwell Lord because he's like he beat them because he made her kill someone. Of course, Wonder Woman doesn't have the no killing policy. Doesn't as much. have the Batman Superman no kill policies. But I love that, so I'm really interested in seeing that. And like Will said, they do that in the movie then, I wonder? Or I something similar? I don't know. Like, I, my guess is because Chris Pine's back, he dies at the end of the first one. Yeah, he does. I think it's going to be devastating. Yet she thinks he's back and they're going to come up with this thing. And then the end, he's just going to be... Part this, of a mind. Yeah. That she, from, yeah, yeah. That she, he just put that in her head and like he hasn't been there the whole time. Wow, that's dark. I think that's where they're going to go. Because that's, that's what dark. Maxwell Lord does. I like that. Yeah. That uh, that kind of reminds me of um, Tennant's character. What's his name from Daredevil? Uh, uh, yeah, Purple Man. Yeah, from uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah, I love. See, but that's the thing. I love those kind of characters in comic books. Mm-hmm. Those characters that just fuck with people's minds. Yeah, Purple Man had no superhuman strength. Yeah, well, like another one of my favorite ones was in um, Daredevil with Mysterio. Yeah, um, Kevin Smith, the guy that made Clerks and Mallrats and everything. He did this really interesting story where. Mysterio is like this special effects costume guy. And um, Daredevil's first love interest, Karen Page, he convinces her that she's he's her doctor. And she has AIDS. Mm. And she's about to die. So she goes back and like is killed by Bullseye because she doesn't think she has any reason to keep living. To so live. she like yeah. sacrifices herself. She dies. Daredevil finds out about it. Then you find out uh, Mysterio is dying of cancer and he wanted to like make his mark. And Daredevil has this long monologue that only Kevin Smith could write about how Mysterio's not good at anything and no one's going to remember him. And, you know, we just laugh at you. And he gets it so bad that Mysterio commits suicide, like blows his brains out. And Daredevil's like, yep, and just walks away. (laughs) Kevin Smith is so good at writing (coughs) this kind of thing. Yeah, so, you know, that's an interesting one. That's why I'm really excited to see what they do with Maxwell Lord in this. And it's Pedro Pascal, you know. Mandalorian, Mandalorian himself, yeah. and you know this dude that's been 
really good in a lot of these smaller kind of it's that guy roles. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, they did the com- they did like new video games, so they're we're gonna have a new Batman game with the Court of Owls, which looks cool. Which I uh, you know you I loved the Court of Owls run of yes. Batman. The best new villain of like any of the main villains in yes. the longest time. Oh yeah, no doubt. I the mean, Court of Owls was yeah. just brilliantly done. But that's another thing. It's by you know Scott Snyder. Who's yeah, you're not going to go wrong. One of the best writers out there. Yeah. Right now. Um, that's one of my. I mean that one. That one. So Court of Owls was the one that drew me back to Batman. Mm-hmm. So I had read Batman for a long time, but then. They kind of got into New 52 stuff at one point. Uh, we don't talk and about the New 52. Had, and they made Superman like this brooding younger yeah, guy that... Uh, I hadn't read anything for a while. And New 52 came out and I was like, eh, meh, meh. But then I picked up Court of Owls for Batman. And I was mm-hmm. like, this that was good. good. Yeah. That was good. Well, because um, it was the thing that they retconned everybody except for Batman. Yes. They didn't get rid of all Batman's story. Because so, like, Damien's still there and everything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, Court of Owls is really good. Um so they're going to be in a game. We saw stuff for um, the new Flash movie, which I'm curious about it. I don't it's, know if I have cops cautious optimism, but mm-hmm. I'm curious. Yeah, because it's you know it's got a good director. It's by the guy that made the It movies and yeah. Mama and stuff like that. So it could the be actor good. will be fine. Yeah, and I'm curious of how they're going to do it. And like it will either be a really cool thing or just a train wreck. I don't think there's going to be an in between. No, I don't. Think it's not going to be, be an okay movie. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Suicide Squad. That looked really good. Because I love James Gunn. Even before his um, yeah. Guardians movies, I love Slither. I thought that was a fun B-minus horror movie. Sure. Um, Super was a good movie. So Super I was good. I like James Gunn. So he's got the s- most stacked cast in that, too. Oh, my gosh. When you're looking at it and thinking, you know, who's the weakest actor outside of Pete Davidson on that crew... <laughs> Um, which I might add, if you actually watched the panel like we did, uh, we made the comment, I don't think Pete Davidson remembered he had to be there today. Yeah, because everybody else had, like, nice studio set up, and he, he was in a in black chair. room in this, like, <laughs> lounge chair. Yeah, uh, in a hoodie. <clears throat> but, I mean, yeah, we got Idris Elba, John Cena, uh, Nathan Fillion, Michael Rooker, um... And that doesn't even touch the... Margot Robbie, I was going to say, Joel it doesn't even touch and, Robbie and... Yeah. and Viola Davis. Viola Davis, yeah. It, and oh, and we didn't even talk about Peter Capaldi's. Yeah, Peter, in, I didn't know he was in. I it. didn't either. That surprised me. All of a sudden, fucking Doctor Who shows up. I'm like, oh, oh shit, okay. cool. He, I don't, and like, he doesn't I, change at all. Yeah, but like, I'm a big DC fan. I don't think I knew 98 percent of the characters are playing. They're doing a deep dive. They are doing a very deep dive into this one. Um, there was more than a few times as they were announcing the character list and who's playing who. Like, that I was like, I'm sorry, who? Javelin? What? Who's What's a javelin? Yeah. Who's Weasel? Uh, you know, who's this guy? Yeah. And, and Except again, for Polka Dot Man. I know Polka, Polka, Polka Dot Man. Man. Yes. Um, like you and I talked about earlier, the, it's such a big cast, there's no way that crew gets through the entire movie together. No. Like, they're Half gonna, of them are going to die. <clears throat> I think most of them are going to die. Like, they're going to have the Suicide Squad in the beginning, and like, everybody but like, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn in. Um, I think you're going to have five at the end. Yeah. But they go through like the majority of the yeah. movie together. Yeah. I agree. Um, so it's yeah. going to be fun to watch those. I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like I can't wait to hear more and see the first preview, and I think that one's going to be good. So the ones that we still have to look forward to is 
The Batman with Robert Pattinson, by the, directed and written by the guy that made the newest Planet of the Apes movies, which were which really were good. freaking good. Yes. I mean, don't Matt, sleep. Don't sleep on those movies. No, those were good. All three of them. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those that the trilogy didn't end badly. It was all three of them. Are yeah. Really, really good. Um, and Robert Pattinson. I know a lot of people are going to sit there and go, "Oh, Twilight guy." He's, remember, he's done a lot of stuff since Twilight, yeah, and he no. has developed into a fantastic actor. Yeah, if you want to see what he can do, watch this movie by the Safdie brothers, the guys that did Uncut Gems, called Good Times. Mm-hmm. He's really good in that. Well, and in the little bit of the movie that you and I have talked about a few times that we're not sure if we want to see or not, mm-hmm. The Lighthouse? Yeah. He the, looks the, good in that. The clips in that. And and that's a movie that is just acting. two actors acting. Yep. There's nothing in that movie. Batman Two versus um, the Green Goblin. Yeah, Green Goblin. And they're both extremely powerful, scene-catching actors mm-hmm. in that movie. So I'm interested to see what he's going to do. Yeah, so I'm really, because that's the thing tonight, I hope they have like a teaser trailer or something. Have they shot any of it? It's almost done. It's almost done. They, it was supposed to be out this year? I think, I think it was supposed to be out in like October of this like, year. Like but, oh, oh, a winter slash fall special. Yeah, and then... COVID happened, so yeah. I think it's going to be out next year. So I think they shot enough of it to do at least a At teaser. least put together a behind-the-scenes. <coughs> or a teaser. Yeah. I think I'm hoping for a teaser of that. And then um, we also have Shazam 2. Shazam 2 will be coming out. out. And then um, one I'm looking forward to is The Rock's going to be there with Black Adam because he's playing Black Adam. Yes, he will. And, and he has promoted the hell out of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, this is a character he's wanted to do forever, you know? Yeah. He's really liked that character. And again, you know... I like the more representation that we're I getting do too. for all these. And, like, the other thing I liked. Okay, of course, Wonder Woman's going to be directed by a woman. You can't not do that now. Right. But, like I said, I think some of the best Wonder Woman stories was written by Gail Simone, who was a woman, but also Greg Rucka. But the thing I like seeing was The Flash is being written by a woman. Yeah. You know, you well, wouldn't have seen that ten years ago. It's an interesting concept because we have really talked about... Um, I was listening to... Um, uh, oddly enough, a podcast LeVar Burton reads. Mm-hmm. And he was reading a, sh- a series of short stories. And the one I, re- I listened to the most recently was, it's a science fiction-y, fantasy-style short story. Uh, he calls it, it's called speculative fiction. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how it's written by a woman and all this stuff. And it's very interesting to see the, you know, the vast... Um, dichotomy of humanity that's coming into this genre, mm-hmm. whether it be superheroes or fantasy or sci-fi, yeah, and I love it because it's not these stories are now not just told from a male point of view. Yeah, and the other thing that I like is it used to be okay, it's a Hispanic writer, so they have to talk about it through the Hispanic point of view. Right now, we can just have the Hispanic writers like. I grew up on Superman, too. I just want to write a Superman comic. I'm just writing Superman. <clears throat> why do I have to make it about my background, or why does it have to be that? He's like, yeah, I'm going to bring in that flavor because it's who I am, but why does the story have to be about that? You right. Know? And I'm like seeing that, too. It's like, write what you like. Uh, and like a lot of people have talked about that with people like, what book should I read? They're like, you don't have to read a book by an African-American person that deals with the African-American. Read uh Dungeons and Dragons ask one written by a African American author. Yeah, you know, <coughs> and and that's been obviously this year 2020 mm-hmm. has been a big year for making sure we're including, you know, diverse authors 
and we're reading diverse things and diverse diversity has been really on the tip of the tongue this year. Mm -hmm. But the point that I want to make is, is, is like that. You don't have to deep delve into a story about Dungeons and Dragons set with racial overtones and everything else. I think the key is you support those writers. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They could write a perfectly quote unquote normal Mm -hmm. Dungeons and Dragons story Read it. Support them. Yeah. Buy it. Or if they want to have that stuff, hey, okay. Cool. <coughs> I've got no problem with any of that. I yeah. love seeing the diversity coming into the genre that I love yeah. that for so many years has been dominated by white male. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into the whole, this isn't going to turn into my Facebook posts. No. <laughs> but I love seeing that diversity. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's what The Rock wants to play. He wants to play someone that. Reminds him of him, you know. Yeah, and he's... Oh, God. If you talk about anybody who's got the clout to pull something off, mm-hmm. he just bought the XFL. Yeah. I mean... But no, he has the clout to just <laughs> walk into the studio and be like, see this character? We're making a movie about him. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to star in it. Yeah, and they're like, okay. So yeah. like, they're going to do a Black Adam and Shazam. And then the big one that I'm really curious in is the Snyder Cut for the Justice. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so honestly... For the first time in years, I'm fairly pumped about DC cinematic mm-hmm. universe going forward. Yeah, Marvel's I've never still, been. Marvel's still eating their lunch, but for now, yeah. Um, I think this is DC's chance mm-hmm. because I'm gonna be honest with you. While Marvel still does have your Ant Man's and your Guardians and things like that, this is their their, their flagships are gone, mm-hmm. and it's DC's turn <coughs> if yeah, they, they want it. to seize it to step up. Yeah. They have, to me, the better characters. This is, again, a personal preference. Mm-hmm. They have, to me, the better characters. It's time for them to step up. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they can do it. Yeah, let's, you know, this is a big few years. And I think this is why they did this fandom where they're talking about it. They, because they missed their chance at Comic-Con. Yes, they did. So, <coughs> we've we've talked about the fandom. If you don't, if, if you've gotten an hour into it and don't realize what it was, it's basically just a virtual convention. Yeah, it's dcfandom.com. And they are talking to all the people that are making these movies. Re- you know, another thing we didn't even talk about. They're doing a um, radio play of Sandman on Audible right now. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'd love to have it, but I'm not getting Audible. But No, I'm not getting Audible just for that. But yeah, Sandman's great. You know, they have that going on. Um, they have a lot of cool things going on with comics. But I think we should end this. Give me like three stories or trades or graphic novels from the DC world that you think they should read? That our readers should read? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with Court of Owls. Okay, Court of Owls and Batman. I can't say enough about how good that was. Mm-hmm. Um, Flashpoint mm-hmm. is fantastic Okay, for the Flash and all that. Um, boy, a third one. That's tough. Uh, anything from the New 52. You've got to read all of New 52. No. No, don't, don't read all of New 52. Just wait until they're like, sorry, JK, JK we'll, we'll step this back a little bit. But th- that's kind of what they did with Rebirth. <coughs> yeah. They rewrote all of that. Yeah. Uh, they're like, yeah, you know what? The last five years, we fucked that up. Mm-hmm. Um, third one, I don't know. That's tough. Um, I don't know what my third one would be because there's so many good ones. I don't know. Yeah. Those are two I have. You'd have so, to read yeah. those. So, the ones I'm going for is I've already said Long Halloween, 
Yeah, that's a you good know. one. So I'm not even putting that in there because we talked about same with Gotham Central. We've talked about that a lot. Yeah. I'm going with the spinoff of Sandman, Lucifer, by Mike Carey. That whole run. Which has turned into a TV no, show. No, it has not. <laughs> it has not turned into a TV show. <laughs> Other than the fact that they, he has a piano bar. That's where those things yeah. are the same. So I would do that. By the way, I'd do that Lucifer character. Oh, yeah. He's hot. He's hot. Yeah. Um, so I would write, read all of Mike Carey's Lucifer run. Mm-hmm. Um, do Just pick any starting point in uh, Hellblazer or Constantine. Oh, yeah. And just read those, you know. Yeah, I should have mentioned Constantine, yeah. because that is that is so good. Yeah, and it doesn't matter who you get. You know, Warren Ellis did a really good one. Garth Ennis did a really Just good one. Just pick any of them. Mike Carey did a great one. So Such an underrated show, or underrated comic. Yeah, just pick any Constantine and like do just the arc. And then my yeah. third one is going to be when Jeff Johns rebooted um, Green Lantern, brought back Hal Jordan, started from Rebirth, go through Sinestro Corps, The War of the Rings... Through Blackest Night, and that's awesome. So those are those are recent ones then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I haven't not read, really. Well, quote unquote recent <laughs> in the grand scheme of comic books. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got I haven't read those yet. Mm-hmm. I've got to get into that one of these days. Yeah, and you know you can get like the whole omnibus or buy the trades for the Green Lanterns and just I I personally prefer buying the trades just because it's a little bit easier to read than the omnibuses are. Yeah, they are, and they're not as cumbersome to read. And if for some reason you don't get into it, you haven't wasted ninety bucks, 90 bucks on yeah. the omnibus. You've only wasted fifteen. 15. Mm-hmm. I think if you read any of them, though, you're not going to not get into it. Yes. So th- those are mine. You know, okay. you can tell All that solid choices. Yeah, I haven't read in a while. You know, these are I have kids now, so I don't read as much. I don't either. And Except for Court of Owls, I do read Court of Owls. I've read a lot of Bendis's Superman, and it's great. Yeah. Um, I have actually been reading. You actually asked me this. Last night, how far I've gotten into The Expanse. Well, I got a few episodes into the show, and then I just picked up the book mm-hmm. and just started reading it. Yes. So that's where my time has gone, because those books are gigantic. Yes, they are. So <coughs> we hope you watch Fandom. We'll be back next week for Return of the King, or the next episode. Well, the next episode will be Return of the King. We're trying to set up uh, getting a our special, special guest for that. Yep. I've sent out an email. Hopefully we get a response soon. Um, we... We're looking forward to that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we wanted to take a quick break and talk about this today because this is actually going on today. Mm-hmm. So watch some of the fandom. Tell yeah. us what you're looking forward to in yeah. the world. Yeah. And um, hopefully, you know, tell us what you're looking forward to. Who are your favorite superheroes in DC? Give us some comics. I'm always looking for yeah, give good us, comics. Give us read. something that you've read that's really good. Um, and that's all we have for today. So we will, I would say we'll see you next week, but we'll God see you only sometime. knows. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye.